Do you ever feel burnt out, like you're in total hustle mode with less flow? Today, we welcome Dr. Erin Kenny to the show. She is a renowned naturopathic doctor, speaker, coach, and host of the popular podcast, The Dr. Kenny Show. And when our physical bodies are operating in fight or flight, we can unintentionally block the good stuff from flowing through. So today, Dr. Kenny sheds light on how to prevent burnout through simple and easy to follow strategies. When we focus on our physical health and a better understanding of our bodies, we can create space for things to flow easier and more abundantly to us. And when we tend to our bodies first, it opens up opportunity and allows you to become a catalyst for manifesting on the esoteric level and the soul level. So join us for this eye-opening conversation, and it all starts now. I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Today in the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast, we are joined by Dr. Erin Kinney. Yay. Welcome, Erin. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, um, we are really thrilled to have you here. Um, So Dr. Kinney is a naturopathic doctor. She is a coach. She is a speaker and she has her own podcast. So you'll have to check it out called The Dr. Kinney Show. And really what she is passionate about doing is um, helping helping others understand their body, how to better function. And um, I think Today, I invited Dr. Kenny to be on the show because this is a show where there are a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs that are listening, real estate agents, and are often, you know, struggling with burnout. And I I hear the term adrenals and adrenal fatigue and all of that, and I don't really know what it means, and I don't really know how to fix it. So I was like, we have to talk to Dr. Kenny. So welcome to the show. All of that stuff. That's what I specialize in. And I think more than ever now, after given the past, what is it now, three years that we've been in this weird pandemic, post-pandemic life, burnout is more common to the, you know, it's a term that I think entrepreneurs, we've always kind of, that term has been thrown around a lot, but I think the average person now is like, oh yeah, burnout, that sounds like something that I've heard about or something I might be feeling or So I can just start with the basics and talk about what, when we talk about burnout, when we talk about adrenal fatigue, what that means. And when we start trying to understand this concept, first we have to understand what your adrenals are and what they do. So your adrenals are little glands that sit on top of your kidneys and they are responsible for pumping out our stress hormones. So they pump out, and I'm going to talk about two main stress hormones. One is cortisol and the other is adrenaline or epinephrine, but we'll call it adrenaline today. And These are, we think of them as your stress hormones, but they're not, I want you to not think of them as bad or good. Kind of like we all know that blood sugar, like you need blood sugar in order to have energy, but we don't want it to be too high, nor we want it to be too low, right? We Mm -hmm. we want our blood sugar to be balanced. So it's the same sort of thing with our stress hormones. We want them to be balanced. So what your adrenals do in, in any given, let's say just a regular scenario, let's say you're sitting in traffic and, you know, a car 
drives by really quickly or some acute stressor happens. There's a little part of your brain called the amygdala, which sends out a fight flight signal. And it's like, hey, brain, something is stressful is going on. We need some of those stress hormones. So there's a whole cascade of hormones that occurs. The brain eventually sends a signal to your adrenals and it's like, hey, adrenals, we need some stress hormones. So your adrenals pump out cortisol and adrenaline. Which, what, what does that do? Well, it puts you into fight flight. So more in fight flight, all of our blood flow goes to our arms and our legs. We, so that we can like run or fight. Now in some situations, some stressful situations, which I'll get into later, we don't always really need all of that blood flow in our arms and our legs, but it also increases our blood sugar. It increases our blood pressure. It increases um, heart rate. So it gets you in the state where you'd be able to run or fight or deal with whatever that stressor was. And I always like to have people think about, think about a day, Maybe you slept really well, you got up, maybe you did a little bit of exercise or a little bit of coffee, you ate a good breakfast and you were like, had that feeling like you were ready to take on the day. And I'm sure your listeners all know that feeling like as entrepreneurs, like, you know, usually you're an entrepreneur because you're good at like that. You're good at being like, all right, I'm going to get up and I'm going to tackle these things. Right. When you feel that way, that is the combination of an appropriate amount of cortisol and a little bit of an adrenaline that like is giving you that like get up and go to tackle whatever that stress is. And stress you know, again, we all kind of think of stress as being bad, but stress, we're designed to deal with some stress. And it's like a little bit of stress is what sometimes lights that fire and gets us going. And our bodies are designed to have that, what I talked about that process to have that be like an acute stressor. And so here's where the burnout piece happens. So what I described is the brain telling the adrenals to pump out cortisol and adrenaline. We deal with whatever the stressor is. You know, if you're a real estate agent, maybe that's like a contract is going like you got to you got to be on your on your, you know, on all the details and got to make it happen. And then the stress is over. The contract signed. You sold the house, whatever. You know, things are good. And you're like, ah, OK, now I can chill out. I can relax. So what happens in this moment, and this is the moment that's really important to understand, is that same cortisol goes back and it's supposed to bind to a part of your brain called the hypothalamus. And there's what I like to call an off button. And it turns off further production of cortisol so that your body actually can switch out of fight flight and go into the relax mode, which we call rest and digest. And so the problem with burnout and why we get to the burnout state is that our adrenals are being pushed, like the on button is getting pushed over and over and over and over again. And what happens is your body, it wisens up and it's like, you know what? she is just going to keep pushing this button. I don't know why I would I would even bother turning this mechanism off. So it actually stops making those off receptors in the brain. So then you literally lose the ability to turn yourself off. So you stay kind of stuck in the stress mode, which fortunately our body, are you, you're going like, oh, I'm yeah, like, that makes a lot of sense. Everyone when I hear that, they're like, oh yeah, I feel that. I always like, yeah. you know, currently I use the example, like let's all think back to March of 2020, where it was like, our brains were just constantly getting like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And our bodies were like, okay, you know what? We better just stay in fight flight because we don't really know what's going to come next. So we're just going to, so our body does it as a protective mechanism. It's like, you know what? We're just right. going to keep this person on. She's got a really crazy business. We're not going to we're just not even going to let her turn off because we want her to keep going. So that works for a little while, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can probably sustain that for a while. And I'm sure most of your listeners have been like, oh yeah, I've been in that stage. Usually if you're in a startup or if you go through a crazy growth phase in your business, right? You're right. like, you know, you're barely sleeping. You're you're in the, what I called like the, um, the wired for sound. You're like, you're like a supernova. You're like, all right, I'm getting it all done. I'm doing it all. And you usually feel pretty good during this stage because you're like, oh, I'm doing all the things. Right. I'm maybe on four hours of sleep. I'm drinking a lot of caffeine, but I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But then slowly what starts to happen is if you don't allow your body to turn off, because when you're in fight flight mode, 
there's no blood flow going to your internal organs, which means there's no blood flow going to your digestion. There's no blood flow going to the heart. There's no blood flow going to the liver. So we start to, we don't make a lot of our sex hormones when we're in fight flight. We don't digest food. We don't absorb nutrients as well. So in order to keep up this high production of cortisol and epinephrine to keep us feeling good and going, we need nutrients from our food. And so if you keep up in this fight flight state, you eventually run out of the building blocks to make your stress hormones. And then what happens is your cortisol level starts to decline. Now, I always like to say when I'm talking about cortisol and adrenaline, that cortisol is a very metabolically expensive molecule to make. It takes, it's like a big complicated hormone. It Mm. takes a lot of cofactors and a lot of nutrients to build that. Adrenaline, on the other hand, is very, very cheap. Your body can make adrenaline anytime. So what tends to happen is our cortisol levels start to fall, and then the body will start to overcompensate by making a lot of adrenaline. And this is where you start to feel like, okay, you've been maybe in that supernova diva, like I'm going, I'm getting things done, I'm feeling great, I'm I'm high and flying all the vibes, all this stuff. And then you're like, oh, I'm a little tired, like I feel a little brain foggy, and you start to drink a little more caffeine, and then you stop sleeping very well, and you're waking up at night, you might have hot flashes, you might have some digestive disturbance, your body doesn't feel right. And this is typically from low, so when you get to a low cortisol state, we call that burnout. And it's really your adrenals are just like, excuse me, can I curse on the show? Like, fuck it. Like, I can't, I can't make any more cortisol. I don't know what to do. You've been, you've spent all, it's like, you know, and you guys are all business owners. So you understand finances. It's like, I like to think of when you sleep or you relax or when you're in that rest and digest mode, that's when you're earning or building your cortisol. If cortisol were your money or your currency, mm-hmm. if you're on the go all the time. That's when you're spending. If you're spending all the time and you're not earning anything, you're you're not you're eventually going to go into debt. And so a lot of what happens to us is we're like, okay, well, I didn't sleep very much, but I'm going to drink some caffeine. And then you're running on this caffeine energy, which I like to, you know, if you're not sleeping and you're burnt out and you're drinking caffeine, caffeine is like spending money on a credit card when you don't have any money to pay that credit card back. So then you're just kind of digging yourself deeper into this hole. And so, so that's kind of what burnout is. It was a long, long involved explanation. Hopefully that like gives you a little like, oh, that totally makes sense. And I'm sure most people have experienced this to some extent in their life because we all go through times where we're stressed for like acute stress. You know, if you go through a move, if you lose a loved one, if you've gone through a divorce, if you run a business, there's, I guarantee you've been through a time where you've been in like high fight flight mode for, you know, one month, two years, kind of the range varies. Um, And the cool thing about our bodies is that they can get us through and carry us through these intensely stressful times. But just like if you're on a high spend rate with not a lot of money coming in, you're eventually going to have to pay that energy back. And so when we hit this burnout phase, that's when it's like, all right, it's time to cut up the credit card. And it's time to like, start making some money and put like putting money back into the body or putting energy back into the body. So I get a lot of patients that come into me and they're, you know, they don't feel good. They're not sleeping. They've got anxiety. Their digestion isn't working properly. They may feel foggy. They feel overwhelmed. They And they're like, you know, if they are business owners, they're like, my, you know, my business is suffering because I don't feel good and I'm running the business. So it's really important to learn how can you make sure that you you know, don't get to burnout and, or if you're in burnout, like how do you start to, you know, get better from that so that you can show up as the best version of yourself, whether you're running a business or household or, you know, any of the things. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I'm curious because you mentioned anxiety. I happen to be a high functioning anxiety person. So, um, you know, uh, but I'm curious, like, how does that play in? Is that a symptom? Is that, um, 
is that something that is a side effect? I, just curious, like how it that can be. And I mean, it. a lot of times, like what I was talking about when you're in that low and the, the anxiety, there's a lot of different layers, but sometimes you can have anxiety because you have low cortisol and your body's overcompensating with this extra adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And now a little bit of anxiety, you know, and sometimes a lot of, a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs tend to be high functioning anxieties. It's like that a little bit of anxiousness drives you. Right. So there's some right. of that, like, you know, it's like, do we want to fix that? I mean, however, if it's starting to impact your health and have an effect, yes, there are things. Um, so usually I find like doing things to raise the cortisol back up and calm down your adrenaline output and making sure you're spending enough time in that relaxed rest and digest state. Now, mm-hmm. so I, you know, there are not a lot of things we can do nutritionally and you know, herbally and like supplement wise, but the basic of this, like you need to make sure that you're spending five to 10 minutes a day of intentional relaxed time. And so, and sometimes this feels so foreign. If you're used to being on the go all the time and someone is like, Hey, I want you to just go. I usually tell patients, I'm like, I want you to lie down on your bed or on a couch for 10 minutes, no phone. You're allowed to listen to music. You could read a book, just no screens. You could just lay there and like, daydream, but it's just, you want to tell the body that it's okay to be safe. It's okay to chill out. And again, sometimes you're like, whoa, this feels very weird. I should be doing something, but remember no what journaling, I no journaling. This is no, like no, journaling is another tip, which I'll get to in a minute, but this oh, is okay. like a separate activity. Um, and I find that this is like sometimes a little eye opening when people try this, they're like, whoa, I had a hard time doing that. Like I had a hard time. And the point is not necessarily to nap. If you do nap, that's not a problem, but you could meditate if you, if you, it's something that you're practiced at, but it's, it's really to just tell your body that it's okay to relax. And here's the reason why I have people do this. And this is the reason why meditation works is there, I was talking about that receptor, right? The receptor that is that off button. Right. If you're not making that receptor, we have to like intentionally put the body into a relaxed state to be like, hey body, you need to start making that receptor again. You need to allow me to turn off sometimes, but it's like, you have to practice doing it. You have to practice relaxing. So it's, it's a very strange, you know, and a lot of the women come to me and they're like, I try to get massages and I go to, I try to do all the things, but I still can't relax. So it's like, you have to actually it's like working out a different muscle, right? Like if you're working out the stress muscle in the brain all the time, that's, what's going to be strong. So you have to start working out. And so for anxiety, this is the same sort of thing. Like you have to start practicing being in a place where there's nothing to be anxious about. So, and, and so for, if you have a really hard time, like if you try what I just talked about and you're like, no, 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 this is not for me. Then I would say, okay, if you, if that's not for you yet, because it will eventually be, then we would go to journaling. And journaling, I'm like a gratitude journal would be like the best place to start. So that's mm-hmm. something that gives your busy mind something to do, right? It's if your mind is like, okay, I'm so active, I don't, I want to think about the to-do list or this. We want to give the brain something positive to think about, something joyful, something because you can't be in a state of joy or gratitude and in the fight flight state, they do like, they don't coexist. So if we, if we turn your attention to the, like, Ooh, I'm going to like, I love my, you know, cup of coffee in the morning, or I love my painting behind my wall, or I love, you know, the smile that my daughter gives me when she first wakes up or something that like, you can't help, but like feel that, you know, or I love puppies or rainbows or chocolate, something that like does not connect you to your daily to-do list at all. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, Oh, I love my work. But then it's like, and maybe you love your work, but if it's going to trigger your mind to go down the work pathway, that's like, no, no, no. We want to think about really general, really like, you know, like if you're someone who loves funny memes, like think about a funny meme or like if you love rainbows, whatever, like the, the thing that like gets you like in that really pure joy place. 
mm-hmm. right? And you write it down, right. the act of writing it, like takes the brain and takes it out. So that is a really good practice. And that's a nice practice to do like first thing in the morning, if you're like a morning to like, but this, this you would do before your to-do list, because it's like, we want to start your day with a little bit of that, like joy, not start your day in the like phone, email to do like all the things. Cause then your brain all day long is wired that way. It's like, Oh, I got to do all the things I got to be staying in sight and fight flight. So we want to start the day in a little bit of like present gratitude, joy kind of space. Yeah, no, that's great. And I'm curious too, because I am a, I mean, I, my practice is to wake up in the morning, meditate and then yes. journal. So those are kind of like two things. But yeah. I'm curious, does it matter when you do this? So like, because what I find though, is that like that starts the day and that's a great centering practice. But then as the day goes on, it's like, yeah. Oh, you know, and this is where, like, where it's, it's like a blessing and a curse to be an entrepreneur. Right. Because like, like your days, probably most, most entrepreneurs, your days don't always look the same unless you're really good at like unlocking and calendaring. And that's a whole other topic, which I'm not an expert on, which I'm trying to do myself. (laughs) Trying to do more of that. Yeah. But I think there is like the blessing of being an entrepreneur is that you do have some control over your schedule, right? Like you're the boss. So, so if you're knowing that like, okay, I have this beautiful morning practice and that kind of carries me through the morning, but I know my afternoons, I tend like if your anxiety is peaking like three to 4 PM or whatever, like that time, like later in the day, you probably need to schedule in and it doesn't have to be a lot of time. Here's the thing where like, people are like, Oh, I don't have time to go to an hour yoga class five to 10 minutes of like intentional mind of some sort of intentional mindfulness practice. And if you already have a meditation practice, so if you're listening and you're like, Karen, you're like, Hey, I I do that in the morning. Like, like pause the day, like block your calendar at like one o'clock every day and be like, you know what, whether you're sitting in your car at your desk, or if you have time to go home, like chill out, try the lay down thing. Listen, like sometimes I, even if I don't have time in the day to do that, I have like a couple of songs that I listen to. It's like a three minute thing. I will go leave my office. I'll walk around the block. I'll listen to a song. And it like, it's just like a little mini reset. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that's where, like, when you're juggling a million things and this is where people come in, they're like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know. And like, you read all the things I should be doing this. I should be doing this yes, maybe if you had time to do all that, great. But it's the, it's the mini practices that you actually have the time to do that are going to make the difference in how you feel. And if you spend five minutes meditating every afternoon, that's, that's 35 minutes a week that you're meditating that in terms of like building that cortisol or what I was talking about, like building that like reserve or that energy reserve or like put that's meditating is like sleep on steroids for building your cortisol reserve. So if you meditating for 20 minutes is like sleeping for four hours. So if you build in a five minute meditation practice every day or 10 minutes or whatever it is, it's like adding extra sleep into your body in terms of that, like regenerative capability that it, that it can do for the body. And it helps the body make more of that receptor so that you can turn off and get into that relaxed mode. So, you know, if you're able to find that like mini moment, and that could be like, maybe, you know, if you're at home, if like you're at home in the afternoons with kids, cause I have a lot of patients that you work during the day and then they're home with kids, maybe it's closing the bathroom door and like putting your headphones in and sign on the door, like don't bother mommy and just sit in there for five minutes. You know, again, it's right. like running these little, but you have to, I think the hardest thing about it is you have to make sure you do it regularly. Yeah. Right. It's, it's got to start to become part of your habit. Well, and I love that you talked about, you know, think of it as a muscle that, because yes. just like any muscle, you have to exercise it regularly in order for it to really work or like be efficient or get to its highest capability. So 
you know, just putting into place some practice. And I think sometimes I know I've been fall victim to this where you listen to something and you're like, wow, that just seems too easy. Like yes. that's just yeah, simple. It seems too simple. But honestly, I will tell you that like in medicine and life, it's the simple things that make the biggest difference. And we always kind of, I think we as humans, especially if we've got anxiety, we want to overcomplicate. We're like, well, no, no, that can't be enough. I, I should be doing more. I should be doing this or the newest, latest thing. But honestly, like at the end of the day, like, you know, closing your eyes, like laying on the couch, my grandmother calls it taking a toes up. She's like 96. And she was like, I'm going to go take a toes up. Oh, and she does it several so times a day, but that's what she, she puts her toes up and it's like, she closes her. It's like a little reset. Right. Um, it's funny. I have, I don't treat a lot of men, but you know, the men that I do treat, I usually, this is what I'll prescribe to them. I'm like, I want you to take a 10 minute break in the middle of the afternoon. And once I kind of explain to them, they're like, all right, I can do it. And men, 100%, they will adopt that habit right away. And they'll come back and they're like, holy cow, my bottom lines change. My, my second half of my day is like, it's a, it's a game changer. I feel amazing. And then once you start doing it and you start building that muscle, then they come in and they're like, now I even found time. I can do an hour in the middle of the day and I'm even more productive. And it's like, women, I don't know what it is about our brains. We have a little bit of a harder time. Like a lot of women, like we're great at a morning thing. And I struggle with this as well. Like that's why I adopted the one song thing. I'm like, all right, I can take three minutes. I can totally take the three minute song, walk around the block and be back. Um, but what, but once you do get it again, once you do build that muscle, it's just like, once you start going to the gym or once you start doing yoga, like it feels good. And you want to go back and do more because it feels good. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's the same. I think if you can equate it, like everyone knows that, like, again, I was talking about that good feeling where like, you've got that good sleep and you've got the good energy and you're like, I'm taking on the day. I'm like, I'm a boss bitch and I'm doing my thing. Right. Like if you can yeah. start to, well, the other thing I was going to say, if you do have a really active brain, I forgot to mention this is I really like to have people play into daydreaming. So if you have a hard time like laying, like it, so if you like to daydream, like try to think about like a vacation, don't get too like stressed planning about it, but like try to feel the feeling of like something that you want to like a, a fun daydream. Like mm-hmm. that can also be a form of a meditation. So, and sometimes our brains do that naturally. Like if you're really stressed out, your brain will kind of check out and we'll kind of, and you'll be like, Oh no, I need to focus. But if you do it intentionally, I don't know, it can be a, can be a cool thing to play with too. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, on the show, we've talked about manifesting things into being how to manifest and getting to into that, you know, feeling state. Um, and daydreaming is just a really powerful way to do it. Right. You, and the key is to be clear on what you want to create and then like daydream into that, you know, or I find it's also sometimes a good time to ask questions, that you're struggling with. Now, I don't know if how this relates to what you're talking about and if that goes into too complex, but like, Hey, like what would be the best way to solve this or whatever? And then like yeah. allow the answers get into that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think that's a good tool. Like that's an amazing tool. What I, the simple stuff that I'm talking about is good for like, if you're in that burnout state and you're trying to come out of it and it's hard, like, I'm glad that you've talked about manifesting. I, I love that topic because it plays into all this stuff. So it's also intertwined. Manifesting can be a lot harder when you're in a burnout state, because when you're in a burnout state, your anxiety tends to be higher. And like, it's hard to manifest if you've got that anxious ticker tape going, right? Like, cause you don't, you want that cleared out of the way. So yeah. like, if you're in that burnout state, like your focus is the simple, the daily, like the five minutes of laying down or the five minutes of a song or the, like the chill thing. And then once you're like, once your energy's back and your mojo's back and you're feeling that good, then like, then start to use this tool to manifest because it can be like, it will amplify every, every part of your life, right? Your yeah. health. And that's just one aspect, like business, family, all the things like when you, but it, again, I find that like, 
And I usually know my patients that they're out of the burnout stage when they come to me and they're like, you know, they start talking about their business is doing this and they're, you know, they met this partner and I'm like, all right, we're out of burnout. You're like, you're now creating your life. Cause it's, it's hard to create when you're in that state of like, just not feeling good. Yeah, feeling no. Good. Well, that's so powerful. And and again, it's about like, how do you get into the state of creation? How do you, and it, and when you're in the state of burnout, sometimes it's hard to see because you may listen to people talking about that and you're like, I'm so far from that. You know? yes. So. yes. So, and that's where, like what I was saying, like that, you know, the, the gratitude journal, like thinking about something that just brings you joy. And it sounds like you've talked a lot about like that elevated emotion state. If you can practice just doing that one thing, again, it's, it's helping you with the manifesting side, but it's also like literally helping. It's changing your physical body. When you do that, I don't know. Do you, did you read Joe Dispenza or have you talked to, have you read any of his books? No, no. Talk about um, Yeah. So Joe Dispenza is a, I think he originally was, is a chiropractor, but he runs these retreats and he's like, he's renowned for working miracles in the physical body using meditation and, um, and look what you're talking. So he's really big in his meditations. He will get you into that. Like he calls it an elevated emotion. So joy, gratitude, and you have, in order to get into his meditative states, you have to be in that feeling. And so he's, you go to his retreats and like, you know, people will cure, like cancer will go away. Like people will like wow. miraculous things occur. Um, and he's got a lot of really great books. He's got one um, called change the habit of being yourself. He's got a bunch of books, but he's, if, mm-hmm. if you're into this kind of stuff, I highly would recommend reading his books. They're, they're excellent. He's, I think he has a podcast as well. He's on a bunch of different people's podcasts, but, and I have actually have not been to his retreats yet, but I've had a lot of patients go and they say the experience is like life-changing, but they meditate, wow. for, you know, 10 hours a day, but they come out of that, like a changed person. Right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing it's what your so brain will do. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so amazing what I think that the power and potentiality that is in each of us is so incredible. And yet we're only using typically like a small portion, you know? So like, how do we get to, you know, the big question is like, how do we get to those bigger possibilities, those bigger and more expansive versions of ourselves? And the answer, you know, is to start in the small things, right? And and like build on that. Yeah. And I feel like almost like, I think this is a lesson that you know, I've watched in my entrepreneur, you know, I'm, I'm a doctor, but also like I run a business and I've watched in the last couple of years, the less that I do, or the more that I spend time, like in that relaxed mode, the like faster, the growth of my business has been, which I just like, it seems so counterintuitive, like, wait, I should be doing more to get more. But I think there's, you get to a point where almost the less, like, and the more time you can be in that creative state, that state that you were talking about, like, and being able to ask those questions, you know, when you're in that relaxed state and ask the, like, how do I fix this problem from the relaxed state versus the anxious mind state? It's like the answers come to you that much faster. I mean, it it is pretty amazing. So just like a, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's so fascinating. It's just to like how, when you are aligned, I think in that place, how things can just kind of flow into your life. So I was, uh, growing my team. And so was just asking the other day, you know, gosh, I'd love to, you know, find the right person. And I was kind of getting clearer on who that person might be. I get a random email, (laughs) random email from a person that like fits this description. And she says, I really want to work for you. I've seen you on Instagram and I, you know, love what you're about, blah, blah, blah. 
And we talked today, we've got different, similar, you know, friends and connections. And, you know, now I'm like figuring out what kind of role I can create, but it's just, that's, I feel like those are the synchronicities that are made more possible when you are just in flow alignment. There's a lot of buzzwords for it. And it kind of starts with, yeah, getting into the creation state. Yeah. And I think from like, and you know, circling back to like the topic of this show, like the, like, it's hard to do that when you're burnt out, like it's harder to get into that space. So, but the cool thing is if you start using these practices, if you are feeling burnt out and you start adding in these little micro things we've talked about, you're going to, one, you're going to be burnt, less burnt out a lot faster. And you're already going to have those, those tools in place to like, rocket ship your life in whatever direction you want to go. Like it's like a little fun creative playground that you can be on. You're like, Ooh, what do I want to call in next? Like <laughs> that's so fun. Well, and I'm curious, uh, a few things. So apps, are there any apps that you love for meditation or yet? Um, um, mindfulness? So, um, yeah, so I've got a couple like techie things that I like. Um, I really like insight timer for meditation. It's a free meditation app. There's like little courses on there that can kind of teach you how to do guided meditation. There's thousands of different ones. Here's what I'll say. Like if you've never meditated before, it might feel, no, it not might, it will feel uncomfortable the first few times you do it. Just like if you've never been to the gym or you've never taken a yoga class, the first time you go, it doesn't feel comfortable. It's going to feel out of your comfort zone. You mm-hmm. have to keep doing it. Like do it a few times. Um, find a voice. If you're listening to a, like a voice that you resonate with, like if you don't like the person's voice, you're, it's going to be hard to get there. So find someone who you like, you like the, like the listen of it. And you're like, oh, I like listening to them because you want to, you want something that keeps you going back. Insight Timer just has tons of different options. You can put in a time. You can be like, I want a three to five minute session and it'll give you those options. You can say, I want to do 10 minutes. Um, so I like that. Um, there is a meditation slash hypnotizing device that I've recently been playing around with. It's called Brain Tap. Hmm. And it's got headphones that emit blue and red light, pulsed light. So it kind of, it like brings blood flow to the brain. And then it's got a visor that comes that, that pulses blue light at you. So it, it actually gets you into a meditative state a little bit faster. Um, oh. The sessions are in between 10 and 20 minutes. Some are a little bit longer and it's, it's a really interesting. So they use um, it's called a dual voice meditation track. So you'll hear one voice coming into both ears and then you'll hear a voice that only comes into the right side. And sometimes you'll hear a voice that only comes into the left side. So there's like two different voice tracks going on at the same time, almost like subliminal. It's like a little bit of subliminal programming going on. Interesting. For the first few minutes, your your brain's like, I don't know which voice to listen to. And the guy's saying like, it doesn't matter which one you listen to. And eventually your brain's just like, you know what? I don't know what to do. And it just, it like relaxes it. So if you're into tech stuff and you want to try it out, I've been using it since about September. I I love it. I start my day with that and I end my day with it. They've got sleep ones and um oh, wow. and it's it's really cool. So it's called Brain Tap. You can order it online. Um, it's around six or seven hundred dollars for the device, but it's it's highly worth it if you're wanting to like up your meditation game. Um, uh-huh. and or if you, if you want to try it and you're like, I don't want to mess around with these. Like if you want something that will 100% get you into that state pretty quickly, that will do that. I also um. I really like this device. This is not a meditation device, but it's a, a calming device. It's called the Apollo Neuro. It's something, I don't have mine on, but you, um, it is a wearable device. It doesn't track anything. It 
vibrates at different um, vibrations. It's basically like hugging your nervous system. So there's one that'll kind of wake you up and jazz you up in the morning. There's a setting that will kind of calm you down. There's a setting that makes you a little bit more social. Um, It's a really cool thing. And if if you feel like your physical body is like anxious or you feel like you have like physical stuff, this is a really nice device to kind of just like calm the physical body down. This Hmm. is a nice, like, and you can pair this with like a sleep or with a meditation app or like, I like to wear it while I'm meditating because it's like, then when I, when I do the same programming later in the day, it's like my body associates that vibration pattern with the meditation. So it's like, oh, it's okay. I can be chill. So we're kind of in this age where there's lots of cool tech devices to kind of help like with hacks. So again, that's called Apollo Neuro. I'm not associated with them in any way. I just think they're really cool. So that and my two little favorite like techie devices of this year. Oh, I think I actually saw what on your Instagram. I, I posted that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is, that's so cool. Um, and then, um, and then I guess just the other piece, and I know we probably don't have time to get into, this is, would be like a whole other show on nutrition, but is there, um, how do you, I know nutrition plays a big role too in that, like what would be some of your quick or easy Yeah. So if you are like, if you're a high, you know, high spend person, if you've got a lot going on in your life, magnesium is one of like the most important nutrients to make sure I would, I would say you should just supplement with it. Um, we use magnesium in every single cellular process in the body, stress depletes it, alcohol depletes it, caffeine depletes it. So most of us are tend to be running in a magnesium depleted state. And again, all of our cells need it to function properly. It's also one of the best like anti-anxiety, like it calms your body down and your brain down. Um, Mm -hmm. I really like the form magnesium glycinate, usually about between 400 to 800 milligrams is like a nice dose. And you can take that before bed. It usually like helps calm you down a little bit, helps with sleep. Um, and usually like it'll give you better energy the next day. So that's, that's my favorite nutrient that like everybody should be taking. If you're, if you're running a business, if you're running a household, if you've got a lot going on, like you should definitely be taking magnesium. Um, you can get it from a lot of different foods, but I find most people like do better supplementing with it. Um, mm-hmm. remember like when you're in that go mode, you're not absorbing your nutrients from your food as well as you would be. So sometimes it's, it works a little better to supplement them a little bit. Um, got and it. then I usually, I usually recommend like my patients with burnout or who've got a lot going on that they take a B complex, some sort of like a, a B complex supplement that has B5, B6, B12. Um, those are the three big ones, but a B complex will have all the B's in there. Got it. Okay. You can take that in the morning and that usually gives you a little bit of good energy. The B vitamins are really important for your adrenal glands to make cortisol. So if we're wanting to like build that cortisol up to give you more of that energy back, we need, we need magnesium and the Bs. So those are like the two most important things. And then what typically is the, the, um, dosage that you recommend on the, um, so, well, the dosages for the individual bees are all different. I would just look for like a standard B complex. Usually though, if it says B complex, like it, you just take like the, the recommended dose It's usually like one or two capsules a day. Got it. Uh, okay. There's a, a company that I like a lot. That's like really clean. It's called pure encapsulations. It's a blue and white label. You can get it online. Um, and they're they, just going to ask, where's your favorite source? Yeah. To so that, that, there's so many supplements out there and it can be really overwhelming. I, I like that brand. Um, if you're shopping for supplements, like my little tips for that is look at the other ingredients first. If the other ingredients, if there's more than like three or four and there's like food coloring or dyes or anything like that, you don't want to put it in your body. Like it should just say, like you want to look for capsules and not tablets. The capsules they're going to digest really easily and your body can absorb the nutrients better. So if you're shopping for a supplement, again, 
look at the other ingredients. If the list is longer than three or four, or you can't pronounce one of the things in there, you probably don't want to buy that supplement. It might not like it's, you're just take, you're just eating a lot of the fillers and your body won't absorb it. So that's usually my like tip for shopping for supplements. Um, but again, that pure encapsulations is a really nice brand. You can order it online like without seeing a doctor. So that would be my go-to for those. Awesome. Wow. This is so helpful. Well, this has been just awesome. I've taken away some of um, my own takeaways here too. And I, you know, it's funny, I've had these, I had magnesium, I've had B complex and I've kind of gotten off of my need to get back in there, kicking yeah. the butt there. Um, but thank you so, so much. So if people want to learn more about you or want yeah. to work with you, I know that you work in the Annapolis area. Do you do virtual appointments as well? Or virtual appointments? Yeah. I work with people all over the country. Um, and we have health coaches that work in the office. We've been nurse practitioner. So we do, if you're like, Hey, I'm really struggling with nutrition. We do a whole like nutrition intake and all of that. And I hang out on Instagram a lot. So if you want to go follow me there, I'm always posting stuff if you want to learn more. And then you can go listen to my podcast, The Dr. Kenny Show. I bring on all kinds of guests in the health space. And we talk about all kinds of topics ranging from really sciencey stuff to manifestation. So we kind of <laughs> run the gamut. So yeah. yeah. And then if you go to my website, you can pop on my email list and we send out stuff as well. Awesome. Yeah. We'll include those all in the show notes so that you can really get to know Dr. Kenny uh, closer um, and definitely go to her show, the Dr. Kenny uh, podcast show, because it is really awesome and full of so much information. So, um, so thank you so much for being with us here today. Really appreciate your time. This was a fun chat. Yay. (laughs) Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes, or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul-inspired life. Go to freegiftfromcara.com. Easy to remember, freegiftfromcara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.